Welcome to the Slay and Thrive podcast, where we make crushing your goals feel like self-care. This is the show that helps high-energy women trapped in self-destructive patterns cultivate an unapologetic, loving body transformation through spiritual and personal development. On this podcast, you'll learn about dynamic eating psychology principles, mindset, shadow integration, and manifestation. I'm your host, Kayla Van Egdom, a health and energy guide, unicorn lover, and Amazon best-selling author. I am so delighted to be on this journey with you. Let's get started. All right, you have tuned into a fire episode of the podcast today. If you're looking for a way to cultivate motivation, inspiration, and enthusiasm on demand, you're in the right place. A lot of the mentors and teachers I have studied with and look up to, a lot of them stress the fact that you do not have to feel enthusiasm or motivation in order to take action. And when you over-rely on these things, you can become inconsistent. Lack of motivation or lack of enthusiasm can sometimes be a condition we put on our willpower. And we do not want to do that. Side note, if you haven't listened to the episode I did a few weeks ago about putting conditions on your willpower, I would highly recommend that one. Probably been one of my favorites as of late. So we don't need to rely on enthusiasm to make things happen. And also, it feels so good when we're doing things in a state of enthusiasm. My take on it is, if you're going to do it anyways and be consistent, why not choose to do it inspired? Why not choose to do it enthusiastically? Why not choose to do it motivated? We are going to dive into all the ways you can create enthusiasm, motivation, and inspiration anytime you want. I'm going to be dropping seven ways to create these high vibe, energetic states for yourself on the regular. First, I want to share where this came from. I actually pulled inspiration for this episode from multiple places. The first place was from an online retreat in my Inner Coach Transformation program. And my mentor, Patrick Dominguez, said something so profound and so relevant. It's what mostly inspired this entire episode, but there's a couple other things as well. He was talking about business and he said, the success of your business is equal to your level of enthusiasm for it. This is one of those truth bombs that is going to stick with me until the end of time. And because I found it so valuable, I knew I had to expand on it and share it on the podcast. Now, if you don't have a business, please, please, please keep listening because this is not a podcast about business. This is about life and about the goal you're pursuing. While not everyone has a business, everyone is the CEO of their life. 
on the success you have in life and in the pursuit of your goals is going to be equal to your average level of enthusiasm for it. We'll throw average level of enthusiasm in here because everyone is human. Sometimes we'll be more enthusiastic and sometimes we'll be less enthusiastic. Even if we're conscious about cultivating enthusiasm on demand and you're doing all these seven things I talk about regularly, you're still going to have days where you're not inspired, not motivated, not enthusiastic at all. There's going to be low points. Maybe you have a big setback or something else in your life comes up that feels hard and stressful and zaps a lot of your energy. But if we view things through the lens of our average level of enthusiasm, it's a different story. Let's bring back our old friends, Stressed Out Sally, and bring it on Betty to drive this point home. Stressed Out Sally, she might have an average level of enthusiasm of negative two. She's almost always focused on what's not going well, how hard things are. Her emotions are generally anxious, worried, and she experiences perpetual dissatisfaction, regardless of how much progress she's making, because it never feels good enough. That is going to be so energetically draining. Then we have Bring It On Betty. She's usually around a 9 or a 10 for enthusiasm. She embraces challenges. She loves to push herself. When she has obstacles in her past, she sees them as a challenge and finds a way to conquer them. And she also has fun conquering them. He is so fired up and excited about where she's going. Sure, she might have the odd day where she's at a two or a four for her level of enthusiasm because Bring It On Betty is not a robot. She's human. But she knows how to pick herself up and generate enthusiasm once again. She doesn't get to being a nine out of ten on the enthusiasm scale by accident. It's something she's practiced over time. It's become infused into her identity because of how she shows up day after day, almost every day. Enthusiasm is not something you either have or you don't. It's not a personal personality trait that you're either enthusiastic or you're unenthusiastic. It's a skill that can be built over time with practice and awareness. In every moment, you have a choice about whether or not you're going to be stressed out Sally or bring it on Betty, because I believe we all have these two characters inside us. And then maybe there's also one more character who can show up. Let's call her apathetic Alice. Alice is a zero on the enthusiasm scale. She's not in the negative like stressed out Sally. She's certainly not a 9 out of 10 or even a 3 out of 10. She's flat. She's not excited nor anxious about her goals. There's just no emotional charge. There's this dull, blah, low energy that surrounds her. When you've been pursuing a goal for long enough, 
and you're in a period of stagnation, apathetic Alice is likely to show up from time to time. In my own life, I have to check myself and ask who I'm being. Am I being stressed out Sally? Bring it on Betty or apathetic Alice. Over the past week or so, I've been apathetic Alice. I'd reached a period that felt like stagnation with some of my goals. I felt like I wasn't making progress and now everything was super routine and boring and dull. And it felt like my moves forwards had just stopped. I kept noticing when I did my emotion coaching in the morning, something I still do every morning, I just felt apathetic and flat. This isn't something I feel very often and certainly not for days on end. I'm usually quite high with my emotions or quite low. And this prompted me to do a tarot card poll asking the question, what is the way through this period of stagnation? The card I pulled was the Four of Cups, which I kid you not, is the card of indifference. This is what my guidebook says about this particular card. Opportunities are on the horizon, but you may feel emotionally flat or stagnant right now. It's time to move ahead, but you're waiting for something to happen, and boredom may be undermining your usual motivation. The four encourages you to investigate a flat situation rather than accept it. Then you'll be able to see what needs to change and make it happen. I want to talk about two pieces of this. The first idea is the idea of waiting for something to happen and boredom undermining usual motivation. I realized I had been waiting for very specific evidence in the 3D world that I was making progress. And I wasn't seeing it in this one specific place, even though I was seeing it in other places when I looked. And because I wasn't seeing that evidence and continuing to wait for it, my motivation continued to suffer. I highlight this because I want to remind you that you don't have to wait for something in your external world to change in order to feel inspired, motivated, and enthusiastic. You get to choose what permission slip you give yourself for feeling these ways. And that can be often as simple as remembering your innate power to feel a certain way by showing up differently and deciding you're going to feel enthusiastic regardless of what's happening around you. The other part of this tarot card that inspired the episode was the idea of investigating a flat situation rather than accepting it. Then you'll see what needs to change and make it happen. I realized that I don't have to accept feeling flat and I don't have to wait for permission for some, from some external source to feel enthusiastic. I can choose to be bring it on Betty right now. And I know exactly what tools to use in order to get myself there. Enter the strategies and ideas I want to share with you about how to cultivate these high energy states whenever you desire. First strategy is tying your current daily actions, however boring or mundane they may feel, is tying those to the bigger vision, either of where you've been 
or where you're going, or maybe both. Progress is often hard to see up close. And when you're in the middle of something doing the daily work, which can feel mundane sometimes, you can lose that fire. If this is the case for you, you can do one of two things, or you can do both of them. This is something I realized I could do with my own body transformation goals and my intention of getting in the best shape of my life. In the middle of this week where things have felt like they've stalled, not just with my weight, which is just one measure of progress, but also with my running performance. Felt like it stalled everywhere and actually went a little backwards with my running performance, which I'll talk about shortly. In the middle of this week, I can choose to focus on the tiny snapshot of a week, and that would feel frustrating and discouraging. But when I time travel back to January, March, or April of this year, I can be in awe of how far I've come and how different I feel as a person. And if I travel back even farther and think about 2012 Kayla or 2017 Kayla, there are staggering differences. And that can get me excited about what's possible in the next two, three, or five years from now if I continue to grow and evolve. Or I can fast forward and think about the upcoming race I have in February of next year. I have a desire and an intention to be in the best shape of my life and able to run the fastest race of my running career, if you want to call it a career. I feel like this is going to be such a pinnacle experience for me for so many reasons. And when I connect to the energy of how accomplished and liberated and fit I feel on this run, when I connect to that, my enthusiasm returns. Think about this for yourself. Ask yourself, have you been stuck in the day-to-day grind with your goals and lost connection with how far you've come? Can you start to look back in awe and think about how much progress you've made? Or maybe you have a bigger long-term vision you're bringing to life. How often are you connecting to the energy of that end result? When you infuse your daily actions with the delicious energy of the long-term desire, that is magic and that will inspire you like crazy. Another strategy I use often is music. And think about this for yourself. There are probably certain songs you have that make you feel especially motivated and inspired. And maybe there's also certain songs that were on your playlist, on repeat, in a really motivated, enthusiastic season of life. What were those songs? Can you start playing them regularly or find new songs that inspire you and get back into the energy of being super enthusiastic and motivated. A little bonus tip for you. I don't know why I keep giving you song recommendations because um, I did in the last episode as well. But a bonus tip here. One of my all-time favorite songs that gives me a boost every time I listen to it is Feel Invincible by Skillet. Again, you're welcome for <laughs> helping you with your Spotify playlist. The next strategy for generating enthusiasm is taking intentional aligned actions that manufacture enthusiasm. 
as I said, this episode truly came from a collection of things that inspired me that all happened close together. So this strategy inspiration came from a conversation I had with a fellow entrepreneur. This was about a month ago now, and he was just chatting to me in the DMs, asking me how business and podcasting was going. And at the time, I said I was feeling a little bored and disenchanted with it all and thinking I should just give up on everything. The wise coach that he is, he asked me some questions about why I thought this disenchantment was occurring. I mentioned that it just felt like a season and part of the reason for it was because I had stepped away and stopped taking a lot of action in that arena. At the time, I'd put most of my attention on my health and relationships. This also made me remember something Chris said once. And he said that the main difference he sees between my business and podcasting goals versus my health goals is that even when I'm feeling down or discouraged about my health goals, I always have some level of enthusiasm for them. I was always still focused on what I wanted and excited about the end result. That hasn't always been the case with my entrepreneurial goals. And I started to wonder if my lack of enthusiasm in this area was because of my lack of consistent aligned actions in them. With my health goals, I'm in it every single day. I'm working out. I'm doing yoga and meditation. I'm prepping my healthy meals or choosing to eat meals more mindfully and put away the distractions and try to slow down. This epiphany led me to start putting more intentional daily action into my podcast. I just read the book Deep Work by Cal Newport, and that has changed how I do podcasting. And I feel like that's been hugely beneficial. Now, my enthusiasm for the podcast has returned, and all these inspired ideas are coming, all because I remembered that regular, consistent action is a powerful way to generate ongoing enthusiasm. Because when you take those regular actions on a consistent basis, you're in the game, you're doing the thing, you're engaged. If you want more enthusiasm, what regular actions could you be taking to generate that enthusiasm? How can you become a more active participant as you move towards a certain dream or desire? We promise this will bring more enthusiasm into your life. The next strategy is related to the above, and that's to stack up actions, as many as you can, big or small, that will generate enthusiasm. This one is so good when you're in an especially low point. And I have literally done this multiple times and it's been helpful every time. When I'm feeling a lot of disenchantment, boredom, low motivation, I will make a list of 10 things, at least 10, 10 things I can do to generate enthusiasm and get excited about my goals once more. And why the number 10? This is something I read about in the book, Choose Yourself by James Altrucher, and he writes down 10 ideas a day. And he says it always has to be 10 because that's going to make your brain stretch. You have to reach, you have to be creative and maybe come up with a few really granular small things you can do. 
And once you have your list, it's not enough to just have the list. Take action on as many of those things as you can, as immediately as you can. And this is something I actually did as I was prepping this podcast episode for you. I was in a state of low motivation. So I started to figure out how can I generate more enthusiasm? And there were a couple of things I could do. One of them was making a really high energy motivating playlist before my run and journaling about where I was going and reconnecting to that long-term vision. And here's what happened after doing that, which is really, really cool. I went out for my run and Saturday is my long run. Last week I ran five miles and I ran it at pace that I wasn't happy with. So I ran five miles in 53 minutes when I like to have at least a six mile per hour pace, if not faster. I'm actually working up to ideally running 6.6, 6.7 miles per hour so I can break a two hour barrier in a half marathon. So I ran this five miles in 53 minutes. And that was one of the things that was deflating and demotivating. I ended up with a pretty bad side stitch in the middle of the run and I still kept running and just had to slow down. So leading up to this long run, which I decided I was going to add half mile on just to go a little bit longer this week, I tried to hydrate better. I had um, a higher carb breakfast to see if that helped with my performance, just did a couple of things, made a few tweaks, had this really high motive, high motivating playlist on with all of my power songs on it. And I ran this run, felt really, really good, felt really strong pace I was running at. One of the ways I'm trying to let go of what's not mine to control is not looking at my time and figuring out the pace throughout the run. I just try to run intuitively and listen to my body and focus on my form, my breathing, the things that are in my power to control. And then I got to the end of the run and I did five and a half miles in 51 minutes and 38 seconds. So I ran half a mile longer in less time than it took me to run the week before. And this leads me to my next strategy is you want to track evidence of progress and revisit that evidence of progress, especially when you're feeling down. I know I've talked about this before and I don't care. I'm going to talk about it forever and ever and ever because this is I believe one of the best things you can do to stay connected to your goals and to make progress and to feel good as you're doing it. Because I have a habit of doing this, I was able to track that run and consider it a win time where I was feeling a lot of low motivation. And that was enough to reignite my enthusiasm because I realized one bad run is one bad run and one off week on the scale is one off week on the scale. And I am making progress and this is working and I'm going to add this to my list of evidence and I'm going to revisit this list of evidence when I need it. So please, if you only start doing one thing as a result of listening to this show, please start tracking the evidence that your goals and your dreams are coming true. Put it in a journal, put it on a Word document, put it somewhere where you can find it, put it in your phone. And this is going to really cultivate a lot of enthusiasm in your daily life. The final two strategies we are going to talk about 
help you deal with boredom and reframing boredom if that is a reason why you're feeling low motivation or low enthusiasm. Often when we are pursuing a long-term goal for a while, it can feel a little boring and get routine and mundane and just, you know, the daily in and out consistent habits over time. And you can look at that as being boring. That is certainly a perspective. But what if you looked at it in a way that created enthusiasm? Instead of looking at it as, oh my gosh, this is so boring. Celebrate, this feels boring because it's getting easy. Look how consistent I'm getting. Look at who I'm becoming. Look at this thing that is becoming second nature. And I know that if it becomes second nature and I continue to do it and I do it with ease, Time is going to be on my side and it might take longer than I expected, but I am getting where I want to go because I have become this person that has this thing. So that's one way you can work with boredom if that is a cause of low enthusiasm. The next thing you can do is change up your routine or add in a new self-imposed inspiring challenge. That can be super helpful as well. For example, if you've been doing a workout routine for a while and it's kind of feeling a little bored and you're just not really feeling it, maybe for some Zumba classes or you join CrossFit or you do something that gets you outside of your comfort zone and makes things flush again. Maybe you have someone on Instagram you've been following that has all these really cool recipes that are high protein and really aligned with your goals and you buy the cookbook and you commit to doing one new recipe a week just to keep things more fresh and more interesting. All right, so there you have your seven ways to cultivate enthusiasm on demand. The most important thing I want you to remember is, other than please go track your wins, please go track your evidence, is this. You are damn powerful. And when you're conscious of how powerful you are, you can generate certain states on demand, including high energy states like enthusiasm, like motivation, like inspiration. Your Slay and Thrive challenge this week is to play with these strategies and cultivate some enthusiasm on demand. Then you want to celebrate yourself for being the powerful creator that you are. Because what you celebrate gets reinforced. Before you know it, you'll be kicking Bring It On Betty's butt and you'll be even more enthusiastic than she is. Until next week, I am wishing you the most enthusiastic, motivated, inspired week possible. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the show. If you want to connect with a community of other amazing women who are conquering their goals, taking massive action, and loving themselves through the process, I invite you to join my Facebook community, Slay and Thrive 365. You'll get weekly challenges, motivation, support, and accountability as you move towards your goals. Hope to see you there very soon.